What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins. Welcome to another AV Quickie. Also, just a reminder, if you like this episode, you can find more episodes at adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude, which means this episode might contain explicit content. Anything goes when you're in Videoland. Sometimes you might get some inappropriate language, some locker room talk. So if you're easily offended, this might not be the podcast for you. All right, guys, I'm a big He-Man fan. My childhood DNA is pretty much He-Man, G.I. Joe's, 80s and 90s wrestling, horror movies. That's my childhood. I grew up on that shit. I love He-Man. A few years back, as an adult, I actually got my first Castle Grayskull. I didn't have one as a kid. We were too poor for that shit. But I got the castle signed by Alan Oppenheimer, all right? The voice of the original Skeletor. It's one of my prized possessions. It's in the studio. That's my geek card, okay? That proves to you guys that I'm a He-Man fan. The toy line was one of my favorite things. And about, uh, I would say, two years ago, I thought it would be fun just to revisit those cartoons. And wow, (laughs) they are bad. If you like them, good on you. I don't think they hold up. Most 80s cartoons don't. I could hardly make it through the He-Man cartoons. I absolutely love going back and watching... 80s and 90s wrestling, I get a kick out of it. But I couldn't do that with uh, Masters of the Universe. It was rough. Now, with that said, when I heard that there was going to be a sequel to the 80s animation filmation series with Kevin Smith, he was going to be the showrunner, my heart got excited. I'm not even a huge Kevin Smith fan. I think he's hit or miss. Uh, He's hit or miss with his comics. He's hit or miss with his movies. But the guy loves to geek out. I love the spirit of Kevin Smith. I think he's a Hollywood yes man. I think that's his biggest flaw. He loves everything. But in general, I enjoy the spirit of Kevin Smith. So when I heard that he was creating this new He-Man series, I was honestly like, cool, man. Like, I can't wait to revisit He-Man through his eyes. What could go wrong? (laughs) So the trailer dropped. I love the music. I love the vibe. I love the animation. It looked awesome. What could go wrong? Well, holy shit, a lot would go wrong. Like I woke up the next morning after it released, and it seemed like the entire world was shitting on Kevin Smith. Hate fucking revelation. Kevin Smith is a liar. Kevin Smith sucks. He ruined my childhood. I haven't seen backlash this bad since Last Jedi. Like, I was not expecting this hate train of a reception, especially with Kevin Smith. Like, after he had his heart attack, it was like nothing but praise for this guy. It was like he could do no wrong. Like, he was a saint. He was a geeky saint. And all that goodwill just went right down the shithole with Revelation. And I'm not going to lie. It made me want to watch it more. I was like, holy shit. I woke up the next day. I was like, holy shit. How could he fuck up He-Man that bad? People hated it immediately. It became the number one thing that I had to see. How could it be that fucking bad? Is Masters of the Universe revelation shit? Did Kevin Smith ruin my childhood? For one, my childhood was great. It would take, it'd be impossible to ruin my childhood. Like you can put a ding in it. I can, I can disagree with you, but you're never going to ruin my childhood. Like, Star Wars can't, you know, ruin those memories on the floor. He-Man can't ruin those memories on the floor. G.I. Joe 
can't ruin those memories. Like, my childhood was good. So, this might surprise some people in the group. And I'm probably going to get some shit for this. But I actually liked it. I liked Revelation. It surprised me. The internet told me that I was supposed to hate it. That I'm supposed to hate Kevin Smith. I liked it. Look, guys, I have so many thoughts on this. Right now, I'm thinking about He-Man Revelation, uh, Mad Max Fury Road, The Last Jedi. A lot of things going through my head. So hopefully I can frame all of this in a way where it's coherent and makes sense. A lot of thoughts on this one. But to sum up those thoughts, I really enjoyed it. I thought the animation was amazing. Powerhouse animation rocked it. I've even seen some people criticize the animation. Like, look, guys, I'm not an animation junkie. But I enjoy the animation. Like, there's images in this show that I would put on my wall. Love the animation. The voice cast is amazing. From Mark Hamill as Skeletor to, to Tony Todd as Scareglow. I think most of us will agree on the animation and the voice casting. Not all, but most. I also love that uh, this is adult-oriented. You know, it's, uh, it's a sequel to the cartoons that I grew up on. You know, there's real stakes involved. Consequences. And I know that was something that Kevin Smith was going for, and I appreciate that. It's adult-oriented, but it's fun. Like, they didn't turn Masters of the Universe into Invincible, right? Which is a fantastic show that I recommend. Go check it out. But it's not punching off people's heads, Invincible style. I think Kevin Smith and company struck the perfect tone and balance. I think anybody can watch this show and have fun with it. It's for adults that grew up on the cartoon, and it's for kids now. I think anybody can sit down and enjoy this show. And another positive, I think everyone in the show has their moment to shine. Skeletor has a badass villain moment. He-Man has a badass hero's moment. I would argue moments. He-Man has awesome hero moments, plural. I'll talk about some of the supporting characters later, but I think they shined in this. Great use of the supporting cast. Great use of the supporting characters. And that is a tricky fucking thing to do. Making sure everyone gets a moment. Like, you get to see every character that you used to play with on the floor. They get their moments in roughly two and a half hours. A two and a half hour runtime, And I think it works. For the short runtime, we get to hang out with a lot of characters. And most importantly, where I'm going to take a lot of shit here probably, is I really enjoyed the story of Revelation. Now, I hear a lot of people bitching that it's not a He-Man story, it's not a Skeletor story, it's the Tila story, it's the Tila show. It's not a He-Man story, Brad, it's the Tila story! Kevin Smith lied! Kevin Smith's a liar! He ruined my fucking childhood! Let's talk about that real quick, okay? Kevin Smith is a liar. Sure. But if he's a liar, then so is Marvel. Andrew Garfield just came out and said that he is not in the new Spider-Man movie. So if he is in the new Spider-Man movie, then he's a fucking liar. Do you know how many times I've heard the people at Marvel deny or say, this person isn't in it, or this isn't going to happen? Look guys, the showrunners and the cast, they want you to be surprised by the story. So when these people come out and say that this leak isn't true, or this person isn't in it, this isn't going to happen... I really don't hold that against them, man. Paul Bettany trolled the shit out of fans during WandaVision. Um, Elizabeth Olsen said we were going to get a, a Luke Skywalker moment. I was disappointed, sure. But I didn't say, fuck Elizabeth Olsen, 
Fuck Paul Bettany. Fucking liars. They want us to be surprised. They're creators. We're fans. They don't want to ruin the plot of the story. So if we want to hate on Kevin Smith and call him a fucking liar, let's be fair and let's do that across the board. Sure, he talks a bit much. He's a bullshitter. He said some things that he probably shouldn't have said. But the guy has a mic in front of his face 24-7. It's Kevin Smith. He said some things that probably shouldn't have been said. But I don't think that he deserves this avalanche of negativity. Kevin Smith sucks. He's a fucking liar. Can you imagine waking up to that kind of press? Like, I've never had that much negative energy come towards me. I think he's handling it pretty well considering, all right? And I heard him say yesterday, he was like, fuck, man, I'm a stoner. I don't want to piss anybody off. Like, that goes against everything that I believe. I'm just chill. I smoke weed, and I just want to make a fucking good He-Man story. That's all I was going for. I didn't mean to try to piss people off, and I believe him. Like, I think this shit has gone way too far, way out of control. He didn't ruin anybody's childhood. Come on, man. Yeah, the show isn't perfect, but I don't think it's as bad as everyone is saying, in my opinion. All right, don't come at me. Please don't bring that negative energy towards me. I don't think it's as bad as everyone is saying. All right, let me hit on my big negative. All right, let me draw a line in the sand here. I think a lot of people will be on this side of the line. I do agree with a lot of people that Tila sucks. All right, she's... um. She's an entitled asshole, all right? She's not a fun character, in my opinion. In episode one, all right, Tila finds out that Prince Adam is He-Man, all right? He dies, and mostly everyone that was in Tila's circle knew that He-Man was Prince Adam, you know, that they were the same person. And, you know, like, I'm thinking, like, well, no fucking duh, you know? He looks like Prince Adam, but on steroids. Like, come on, man. Like, Tila, you gotta piece that shit together. But uh, she gets super pissed because no one in their circle told her. Sure, I'd be pissed too. I'd be like, what the fuck, guys? You know, like we're in this circle together, the circle of trust. But I don't think I would uh, react how Tila reacted. Like she throws a fit, man. She throws a tantrum. She says, fuck you to the king and queen. Who, by the way, all right, their child just died. The next king, the protector of Eternia just died. I think she overreacted, all right? She says, fuck Man-at-Arms, fuck Orko, fuck Eternia, middle finger, mic drop, I'm out of here, all right? You liars. <laughs> I'm going to go live with my girlfriend and become a mercenary, fuck it, fuck everyone for lying. Personally, I think her character overreacted. I think it's annoying. It's very weird. So I am in agreement. Her character didn't work for me. And on top of that, she's a, she's a badass, it's the worst kind of badass. Like, she takes on everybody at Snake Mountain. Like, I don't even know why you need He-Man, because they can kick everyone's ass without his help. So, she's just one of those characters uh, that's overpowered and annoying. Alright? This is not the best version of Tila, right? Furiosa from Fury Road is how you do this type of badass female character. So, I think they dropped the ball. They should have watched Fury Road like a hundred times and then, you know, came back to the character of Tila. They dropped the ball. I think Fury Road dropped the ball with Mad Max. Like, they should have called that movie Furiosa because Mad Max doesn't do shit, but, you know, Mad Max sells the movie. You have to have his name in the title, I guess. But Revelation got Tila wrong. I think Mad Max got Max wrong. 
But I also think Revelation got He-Man right. Like, everyone's pissed that he died. Sure, He-Man isn't on screen as much as we'd like, but he gets his Iron Man moment. He gets his Captain America moment. People are saying that he got Last Jedi'd. I understand some people not liking how Luke Skywalker was represented in Last Jedi. That's not how a lot of people envisioned Luke Skywalker. It's honestly the least of my problems with the new Star Wars movies. Uh, I don't think it's so far-fetched that he would become a hermit. But regardless, like I have a lot of little problems with all three of the new movies. I'm not a Last Jedi apologist. I'm not going to try to sell you on Last Jedi. But with He-Man, He-Man never changed like Skywalker did. He's the same as when we left him in the 80s. He's even better in my opinion. He sacrifices his life to save Eternia. As a He-Man fan, like, what else do you fucking want? Everybody wants their hero to get the hero moment. He did the most heroic thing that He-Man could possibly do. He sacrificed his life for Eternia. So if you have a problem with that, I have to ask you, man, do you have a problem with Iron Man saving the universe? Do you have a problem with Captain America taking the Arctic plunge? Because He-Man did some epic shit. He sacrificed his life for Eternia. I heard a lot of people saying, killing He-Man is sacrilegious. Like, who would kill He-Man? Like, what, are you, what did you want? Five episodes of He-Man kicking Stinkor in the dick? Like... We have 200 episodes of He-Man doing that shit. He-Man sacrificing himself for Eternia is badass. And then we find out that he goes to He-Man Heaven, where other masters, they choose their own form, so they all look jacked as fuck. He-Man chooses his lesser form. He chooses to look like Prince Adam. Again, I think that's awesome. I think that speaks volumes to his character as a hero. And then we find out that his friends, they need his help. And because they need his help, he decides to leave He-Man Heaven. The other masters, they tell him, like, if, if you do this, if you leave He-Man Heaven, you might not get to return. You're going to be giving up paradise. You know what he says? My friends need me. My people need me. I'm out. I have to go. I'm obligated. These are my friends. Sure, not as much screen time as Tila, but that is a fucking hero, guys. So he returns to Eternia, and all the He-Man fans freak out when Skeletor stabs him in the back. Robbing He-Man of paradise. Robbing He-Man of heaven. First off, he's not dead. It looks like he's still breathing in the last shot. He's coming back. It's, he's fucking He-Man. They'll either give him magic water they were giving Orko, or maybe since Skeletor has brought back magic to Eternia, that'll affect He-Man. Like, I don't know. But I do know he's coming back. He-Man is not dead. If he is, he'll be resurrected. Like, He-Man is not dead. So yeah, sure, not much screen time. But I think He-Man is badass throughout the first five episodes. He's exactly what a hero needs to be. He's exactly what I want He-Man to be. I was very happy with how He-Man was portrayed in the series. And Skeletor, what a badass villain moment. Maybe the coolest Skeletor moment of all time. If you can find one better, send it to me. He-Man says his magic words. 
and before he can finish, he gets stabbed in the back by Skeletor. And then he becomes Skelegod, the master of the universe. That is fucking awesome. That's an awesome villain moment. What do you want to see? Just Skeletor get punched in the dick? Dying every fucking episode? Getting a pie in his face? That is a fucking awesome villain moment. It's an awesome villain moment and an awesome fucking cliffhanger. Like, I don't know what else you guys want. I think Skeletor had an awesome villain moment. I think He-Man had multiple hero moments. Maybe their best moments. And the story isn't over yet. We still have another five episodes at least. And that's a whole other thing. Like, I think people are being ridiculous. The story isn't even finished. I bet by the time the series is over, He-Man is back and badder than ever. Skeletor gets defeated. Tila will become the, the new sorceress. And I wouldn't even be surprised if Orko comes back as some badass Gandalf the White style character. Like, I think, I think people are calling this a little premature. Let the story play out before we get all heated. If it sucks, then after 10 episodes, okay, I'll bitch with you. But I'm liking it so far, and the story isn't done yet, all right? Let it play out. All right, I hit on Orko for a brief second there, but I want to uh, I want to talk more about that because I absolutely loved what they did with Orko. Absolutely loved it. They took a character that was the Jar Jar of the He-Man universe and redeemed him for a lot of people. Orko is one of those characters that you either love or you hate it. As a kid, I loved him. All right, he had. Uh, he was a wizard. He had this cool design. He had a big O on his shirt. Um, as a kid, I just thought he looked cool. I didn't give much thought to his character, but I thought he was cool, but a lot of people thought he sucked. He's Jar Jar. Like, every time you need him to do something, a, a magic trick, he sucks. He can't pull it off. He just He's just annoying. He's just a mess of a character. He's, he's the Jar Jar of Masters of the Universe. We find out in episode three that he's dying. Because his life is connected to magic. He's weak. All he wants to do is go on one last adventure with his friends. He just wants to help. And before he dies, he pulls off his magic trick. It actually works this time. And he saves the day. And he has this badass redeeming moment where you're just like, fuck yeah, Orko. It's the moment I didn't know I needed. It's exactly how I want Star Wars to redeem Jar Jar. You know, maybe he's dying. And then they write this this moment where you feel for the dumbest character because he's down and out. But he just wants to help. And he ends up pulling off something amazing that makes you cheer for him. And they give him an arc. Like, I'm not a big Jar Jar fan. I hate Jar Jar. But make me feel for him. The worst thing they did to Jar Jar was not give him an arc. Give him a moment. Make you feel for him. And if you don't feel for a dying magic user that just wants to go on an adventure with his friends, then I don't know what to tell you, man. It really worked for me. I absolutely loved what they did with Orko. And Roboto even has a moment where he dies restoring the power sword. Another great character beat. It's his uh, little Iron Man moment. Cringer has a moment in episode three where he pulled at my heartstrings. Love the voice casting for Cringer. So, so not only does He-Man and Skeletor get hero and villain moments, great hero and villain moments, there's a handful of supporting character moments that were done perfectly. I think there's a lot to like here. Again, the big negative. 
Tila is not that great. I think Tila sucks. But if that's all you pulled from this show, I don't know, man. Like, did you like the animation? Did you like the voice casting? Did you like any of the hero or villain moments? Did you like any of the supporting character moments? I think there's more here. Like, if you want to criticize, like, I would love to hear everyone's criticisms. I just, I, I can't, I can't stand this thing where people are just like, Tila sucks, and that's the show, fuck Kevin Smith. I think there's more to like here. And I, it's not just the Tila show. She's surrounded by a party. Very classic D&D shit. And their quest is to get the power swords from heaven and hell. I enjoyed that quest. Not everything worked for me. But I think there's more positive than negative. And again, I'm not a huge Kevin Smith fan. I'm not trying to sell you guys on Kevin Smith. I like the guy. I think we need to lay off of him just a little bit because I don't think he tried to Ryan Johnson us up in the ass. All right, I think he was trying to tell a pretty awesome story with some awesome character beats and a lot of it worked for me. And again, I don't think he lied. Okay, yeah, sure. But I can't fault him for not wanting to ruin the story before it hits Netflix. I love leaking shit. I love trying to figure out stuff before I see it on the big screen or before I see it on Netflix. But they don't want us to know that shit. And I have fun piecing it together. I love going to the movie theater and be like, did I get this right? Did my hard work pay off? Did my investigative work pay off? But they don't want to ruin that story. I'm probably in the minority here. But I'm seriously looking forward to the next five episodes. There's more here that I like than I don't like. Again, I cannot believe Kevin Smith and He-Man took this much shit. <laughs> I was not expecting that, man. It's wild. I was not expecting this crazy hate train. I didn't even know anyone gave this much of a shit about He-Man. But apparently everyone's a He-Man fan, and Kevin Smith ruined He-Man. My opinion, guys, I say if you haven't watched it, go check it out. Don't listen to all the Kevin Smith ruined my childhood bullshit. Form your own opinion. I think it's worth your time. If you don't like it, that's your opinion. I'm not trying to take that away from you. This stuff is subjective, guys. But if you're going to criticize... Like, I want to hear criticism. Please go through the entire breakdown and tell me what you like and didn't like. And I'm not hearing that. I'm just hearing that Tila is front and center and they killed He-Man. I think there's some awesome moments here, guys. I really enjoyed it. Snake Eyes is another thing. We'll talk about that soon. Snake Eyes fucking sucked. Snake Eyes bad. Revelation good. All right, guys, those are my quick thoughts. I hope you enjoyed this quickie as much as I did. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comment section of this episode. What's your opinion? Does this new He-Man show suck? Did Kevin Smith ruin your childhood? Are you excited for the next five episodes? Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Thanks for going on this adventure with me. You can find me on adventuresinvideoland.com. I'm on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people... I have the power! Peace out.